give yourself goosebumps. Number four, The Deadly Experiments of Dr. Eek by R.L. Stein. Choose from over 20 different scary endings. He's out to take over your life. Top secret and dangerous. That's what your mom, a famous scientist, calls the research she's been doing at the labs of Dr. Eek. You're dying to know what it's all about. Then one day, you get lost in the labs. Before you know it, you've become a human guinea pig in Dr. Eek's deadly experiments. If you choose one lab, you meet a dog wearing sneakers. He's half dog, half kid. And now he's after you. If you choose another lab, you get lost in a maze. A maze that just happens to be the home of an enormous rat. The choice is yours in this Goosebumps adventure that's packed with over 20 super spooky endings. Listener beware, you choose the scale. of Dr. Shriek. I had the hardest time not saying Dr. Shriek when I was reading the back of this book. I know. Welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. <laughs> hey, I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. This is my brother, Daniel Montgomery. And we're about to give ourselves some goose... Give just, ourselves some goosebumps. What were you just saying about this book? This book is tied with... Ooh, I forget the number, but another Give Yourself Goosebumps called All Day Nightmare. It is t- They are tied with having the most good endings. Okay. Meaning, you know, like, you you probably don't die a lot. Or oh. There, there aren't a lot of, ch- not as many chances to die. As and it's many. also the shortest? Is that what it, you said? It's the smallest number of pages. So if you're just joining and this happens to be your very first episode, what we're going to do is we're going to, it's my turn, it's an even book, so I'm going to be reading the book to Daniel, and Daniel's going to choose his own scares. That's and right. And we will. This episode will be as long as it takes to get through two deaths, basically, That's or right. two endings, really. Two endings, and they mo- they both might be really good. Well, maybe they will be. Maybe so they will be. Let's just dive. Let's just dive right in. You well, let's to? talk about the cover. You oh, want the colors? Course. I want to talk about the colors. Yes. Well, all these we have a. This is an old, beaten up version. That did you get this online somewhere? I, Misha. Misha got it. Oh, Misha. So there's like a hologram hologram covery thing and the colors are like a bloody pink and a goo green yeah and the hologram is like a a rose goo yeah and the image is an angry um 
chimpanzee or it's we it's technically a vampirilla which is a a vampire gorilla it's a cross between a vampire bat and a gorilla so i wouldn't have picked up on that just looking at the cover of this no it just looks like an angry gorilla wearing a lab coat and knocking over beakers full of green liquid i think what we're supposed to glean from this is that like that's dr eek and he's been taking he's been drinking green vials of things in his experiments yes that's what i take from that and he turned into a, a vampire gorilla Yep. Okay. Let's let's see if we encounter him in this book. I I'm not sure we will. Okay, maybe we won't. Beware. <gasps> Do not read this book from beginning to end. I won't. Enter the laboratories of Dr. E Enter the laboratories of the evil Dr. Eek. Okay. These are labs with experiments so strange, so amazing, so terrifying. Wow, that sounds really scary. There are super smart chimps and never ending mazes stop there are growling german shepherds and mind-boggling virtual reality wow this already sounds like a lot one visit with dr eek and science class will seem like kindergarten oh my god the scary adventure is the scary adventure is all about you Daniel, you decide what will happen, and you decide how terrifying the scares will be. Start on page one, then follow the instructions at the bottom of the page. You make the right. If you make the right choices, you will escape from Doctor Eek's deadly la- labs alive. If you make the wrong choice, beware. So take a long, deep breath, cross your fingers, and turn to page one to give yourself goosebumps. Ooh, I already have the shivers up and down my spine whenever I hear that song of mine. How did you get in here? A voice calls as you enter the waiting room in Eek Laboratories. The door is supposed to be locked at all times. You and your friend Sam jump. You didn't think anyone was around. Then you spot the receptionist sitting behind a tall desk. She's a short, frizzy-haired redhead. Drink. I'm I, I'm rolling my eyes with my voice at redhead, not because it is a redhead, but because like Arlstein has always got to have a redhead in a story. God well, bless. She's a short, frizzy-haired redhead wearing too much lipstick for her thin lips. Wow. wow. I could write a paper on that. She glares at you as if she expects you to turn around and leave as soon as you figure out you're in the wrong place. I'm looking for my mom, you tell her. Who's your mom? The receptionist asks. She starts to pack her things to leave. You glance at the clock. It's almost 5.30. Quitting time. She's the new lab technician, you explain. She's working on some top secret experiments for Dr. Eek. Really? For Dr. Eek? The receptionist gazes at you suspiciously. Yeah, I guess, you say. But really, you're not sure. How come your mom never mentioned him before? Dr. Eek, all she ever told you was that she had a new job at the research lab. You didn't know if there was a medical doctor involved. Doctors give you the creeps. Wow, that's for sure. Are you sure your mom works for Dr. Eek? The receptionist grills you. She raises an eyebrow. Her eyebrows give you the creeps. Oh my god. In fact, this whole place gives you the creeps. From the minute you stepped off the elevator on the 19th floor, there were no signs of life. No one in the echoing hall. Nothing but the creaking elevator door. Then you spotted the door to Eek's... to Eek Labs. Your mother never told you about that, either. The door looked like a door to a huge vault. It was heavy steel and about six inches thick. Your best friend Sam pulled a small handle near the edge of the door, and to your surprise, the door swung open easily. Okay, you told yourself, so the place is a weird door. That's no reason for you to freak out. Yeah, she works here, you tell the receptionist. She does research. Well, take a seat, she replies. I'm sure your mom will be right here. Then she packs up her oversized tote bag and walks out. You search around for a chair. Then you see them across the room. The chairs are all orange plastic, and they're all chained together. Sounds like my dining room. Sit down on page three. 
You sit down in an orange plastic chair, but Sam doesn't. But your makeup doesn't have to be. He <laughs> Parties starts, can be so unpredictable. But your makeup doesn't have to be. I'm not going to put that clip in there because I know we've already used it on this podcast sometime in the last six years. <laughs> um, Sam doesn't sit down. He's roaming the. He's, he's roaming around the waiting room. Sam, so Sam's a he. Yes. Yeah, he is. All right. He's roaming around the mulberry bush. So what movie is your mom going to take us to, Sam asks. Um, Remember movies? You shrug. Who knows? But remember, Sam, we promised my mom we wouldn't act too wild here. You warn with a grin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he says, like he really cares. He wanders over to the receptionist's desk. Let's kiss. He picks up a glass of clear liquid that's sitting there. It's probably just water, but hey, you cry. Don't drink that. But before you can stop him, he drinks it down. Sam drains the glass in one gulp. Then he whirls around to face you. Sam, I mean it, you moan. We can't fool around. This is a science lab. He starts to answer, but suddenly his face turns white. He clutches his throat and gasps. What does the gasp sound like? It sounds like this. Then the veins on his neck start to pop out. A moment later, he makes a hideous face, as if he's turning into Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Wow, at the same time? Apparently. You freeze. Your heart pounds wildly. What did you drink, you ask him? Go to page four. Oh, I bet it was water. You race over to the desk. You pick up the glass Sam was drinking from and sniff to see if it has a smell. Nothing. Sam bursts out laughing. He gives you a devilish grin. Water, Sam says, pointing to the glass. I know Sam very well. It's just water. You can't help laughing, too. (laughs) You like Sam. Yeah, I wish you could fool around. He's funny, but sometimes your best friend can go too far. Promise. He's always playing crazy jokes on you. Sam gazes around. You're sure he's trying to find some other trouble to get into you. Maybe we should look for my mom, you suggest. Anything to keep Sam from getting into more trouble. Wow, no kidding. His eyes light up. Great idea, he cries. Maybe we can do our own experiments. Um, Um, on second thought, maybe you should just sit tight and wait. If you sit down and wait for your mom, turn to page 11. If you go to look for her, turn to page 6. You know my rule-abiding ass is gonna sit down and wait. Page 11. Let's not mess around, you say to Sam. We should wait for my mom. You take a seat in one of the orange plastic chairs in the waiting room. Sam plops down in another one. Bummer, he says. I thought your mom was going to take us to the movies. She is, you assure him, as soon as she gets off work. But you look at your watch and think, "Uh uh-oh, she's late again. This has happened a lot lately. You hardly ever see your mom since she started working at Eek Labs. She spends more and more time at the lab. When you complained about it this morning, she apologized and gave you a big hug, and she offered to take you to dinner in the movies that night. Mm -hmm. And bring Sam... if you want, she said. I want. You check your watch again. It's almost six o'clock. Where is she? Suddenly the door opens. A short woman in a white lab coat steps into the waiting room. Mom. She glares at you and Sam. Then she motions for you to come with her. Sorry, we've been running late, the woman says. I'm Vanessa. Follow me. Follow Vanessa to page 12. You better believe I will. You're here for the raster experiment, aren't you? Raster experiment? The pay is $50 cash. You get it at the end of the experiment, and it only takes 20 minutes. Mm. Let's go. You look at Sam. $50? But what kind of experiment is it? 
If you go along with Vanessa, turn to page 20. If you don't want to take a chance on the raster experiment, turn to page 63. Um, give me the money. Okay, you're going to go with Vanessa. Yeah, I'm going to go with Vanessa. 50 bucks, Sam exclaims. His eyes light up. Great, you say, grinning. What do we have to do? Dr. Eek will explain it to you, Vanessa replies mysteriously. That's how she speaks. Dr. Eek will explain it to you. (laughs) You follow Vanessa into a long hallway. The place is empty, eerily empty. Closed doors line both sides of the hall. Vanessa's high heels click on the tile floor as she leads the way. Where is she taking you? Finally, she stops in front of a door with triple locks. There's an intercom box on the wall besides the door. She pushes the button. Yes? A man's voice crackles. They're Hugh! Vanessa announces. Why is she acting as if they were expecting you? Click! You hear an electronic lock unlocking. Then another. Then another. The door swings open. You peer into the room. It's pitch black. Come in, a voice says from the darkness. Find out what's waiting for you on page 32. You step into the dark room. A light flashes on. Well, 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 what have we here? Says an older man in a lab coat. A white lab coat. He has gray hair and a soft, pudgy face. Our next two appointments, Vanessa explains. She tucks a strand of her long brown hair behind her ear. They're here for the raster experiment. Really, the man says. He pushes his wrinkled face right up to within an inch of your nose. He stares you in the eye. You try to gaze away. There's something odd about him, about one of his eyes. It looks as if his right cheek has been pulled up to meet the eye and stapled there. Same. It gives him a weird squint. Then you notice something else. His lab coat is on backwards. I'm Dr. Eek. Are you sure you're here for the raster experiment? The man asks. Yeah, definitely, Sam insists. What do we have to do? That'll depend, Dr. Evil says with an evil-sounding laugh that sounds like this. You you said Dr. Evil. Oh, I did. That all depends, Dr. Eek says with an evil-sounding laugh that sounds like this. (laughs) What are you willing to do? Turn to page 64. I'm kind of obsessed with Dr. Eek. Dr. Eek is too weird, you decide. You start to back out of the room, but Sam still has dollar signs in his eyes. Where are you going? Sam whispers to you. Out of here, you declare. No way, he insists. I'm staying here until I get the money. Dr. Eek grins. He can tell you're having second thoughts. How bad can it be? Sam mutters under his breath. I mean, seriously, your mom works here. It's got to be safe. It's got to be a safe place, right? You nod half-heartedly. But where is your mom anyway? As if he can read your mind, Dr. Eek speaks up. Actually, he says, I'm not sure you're right for the raster experiment. I think you two are more suited to something. He lets his voice trail off. Else, he finally says. This sounds worse every minute. If you do whatever Dr. Eek tells you to do, turn to page 25. If you chicken out, turn to page 17. I'll do whatever he tells me to do. Okay, you give in. We'll 
do it. What do we have to do? Wow, drink every time he asks that. Dr. Eek just smiles slightly. Then he motions for you to follow him. This way, he orders. He leads you down a long hall with doors on both sides. He stops short on a painted, a door painted green. What's in there? You whisper to Sam. I don't know, Sam says. Some kind of experiment, probably. Probably a deadly experiment. Yeah, probably the deadly experiments of Dr. Eek. Yeah, probably, you think. Until Dr. Eek pulls open the door. Did you say Dr. Eek's lab coat was on backwards or inside out? Backward. That is crazy. Hey, it's a restroom, you cry. Here, Dr. Eek says, handing you a bucket and a mop. Clean up. Clean up, you explain. Correct, Dr. Eek says. Floors, sinks, all of it. I want it all scrubbed and spotless before you leave. Then he marches out of the room. Clean sinks? He wants you to clean sinks? Then you and Sam glance around. Weird, you mutter. Look at those sinks. They're so high, Sam exclaims. They're almost eight feet off the ground. I wonder what kind of guy needs a sink that tall, you ask. An instant later, a door opens. The door opens. A humongous 12-foot-tall kid, a kid your age, stomps into the restroom. Hi, he says in a booming voice. Then he notices you staring at his height. Yeah, I know, he groans. I'm a freak. Dr. Eek did this to me. But you guys are lucky. You get to clean sinks. Whatever you do, don't do the raster experiment. Clean sinks, you think again. Hey, gladly, and any day. And when you're done, you can wash your hands of this whole creepy mess. The end. What? Really? Yes. I'm stuck cleaning sinks? I have to trace back. Where's my 50 bucks? Okay, so that was your first fake out ending. But we're going to have to go back, okay? Okay. So we're going back, and the, the choice is... And you're back with Dr. Eek and the raster experiment. And he thinks you're good for something that's not the raster experiment. Do you do what he tells you or do you chicken out and go to page 17? So you... I'm going to chicken out. You clear your throat like this. Uh, Actually, I've got to go, you say to Dr. Eek. I've got to meet my mom. I'm staying, Sam announces. Dr. Eek shrugs. As you wish, he says to you. Goodbye. Pleasant meeting yous. You glare at Sam and motion toward the door, but he won't follow you. Bitch. You step into the hallway alone. You start toward the reception area, but then you hear a voice cry out. Somebody, help me. You freeze. Was that Sam? Did the sound come from behind you or was it in front of you? You can't be sure. An instant later, you hear the cry again. If you go back and check on Sam, run to page 81. If you think someone else might be in trouble, hurry to page 99. I'm going to check on my my boy Sam. Sam, you call. You rush back to the room where you left him. The one with the three locks? Luckily, they aren't locked. You yank open the door. My pussy be yankin'. Sam sits blindfolded at a table inside the small empty room. Hi. He holds a spoon in his hand. In front of him are three bowls of cereal. Dr. Eek stands behind Sam with a clap with a clipboard, sorry, and a pencil. Which one tastes like sugar-coated ping pong balls? Dr. Eek asks, which one tastes like cinnamon potato chips and which one tastes like moldy hay? Huh? A taste test? 
That's all? You smack your little forehead. What a jerk you've been. And Sam's going to get $50 for this. Um, Dr. Eek, you say, is it too late to change my mind? I'd like to do this experiment too. Dr. Eek laughs like this. <laughs> I'm sorry, he says. This experiment is over, but I'd be happy to use you both in my canine lab. Canine lab? What sort of experiments is he doing with dogs? Bark your way to page 111. <laughs> sure. I don't know, you say, hesitating. The canine lab? Don't be a jerk. Sam exclaims. Maybe we can get another 50 bucks. And anyway, I love dogs. You think about it. So far, exploring your mom's lab has been fun. A little scary, but fun. Anyway, it's more fun than waiting in the reception area for your mom. But where is your mom? And what about that person who is calling for help? Doesn't that worry you? Worry you? It does. But you decide to put it out of your mind. It was probably nothing, right? Maybe it wasn't even a real person. Maybe it was just a voice on the radio somewhere or on TV. Okay, you announce. I'm in. Let's go to the canine lab. Dr. Eek smiles. Good, he says, drawing out the word. I knew you'd cooperate. He gives you a wink with that weird stapled eye. The one that seems to be stapled to his cheek. It makes him look as if he's permanently squinting. Follow That's, me. That sounds gorgeous Dr. Eek commands. Head over to the canine lab on page 54. Dr. Eek leads you down the hallway, past a dozen closed doors, around a corner. Then all at once you see it. A hospital operating room. Dr. Eek pushes open the two swinging doors. Huh? You choke, gulping loudly. Where are the dogs? Where are the jokes? Where's the canine lab? This is it. Dit, Dr. Eek replies. He hands you two hospital gowns. Get changed. Get changed? Is he kidding? Don't you need your parents' permission for things like this? Uh, I've changed my mind, you mumble. I think I'd better ask my mom about this. Too late for that, Dr. Eek declares. Then he puts his hands on your shoulders and pushes you through the swinging doors. Hey, you think. He can't push you this way. Push back on page 103. Clap back. Get your hands off me. You shout at Dr. Eek, but he doesn't back up. You reach out and give him a shove, then shove him again harder. You can't experiment on kids like this, you yell. You give him another push. He stumbles backwards, slightly dazed, and cowers against a tiled wall. Then you and Sam charge out through the swinging doors. You gotta get out of this joint. Wait, who are you? Dr. Eek calls. How did you get into my lab anyway? It won't hurt to answer him, will it? If you think it's safe to answer Dr. Eek, turn to page 125. Or maybe you better just get out of there on page 78. I didn't make the choice to rush out of there. The story made it for me. But I am going to make the choice to continue to rush. I gotta get out of there. Don't even turn around, you whisper to Sam. Just keep on walking. The two of you hurry down the hall. Can't we run past many lab doors, heading straight toward the reception area. My mom will probably be waiting for us, you assure Sam. Yeah, Sam replies. And then we can get out of this creepy place. <laughs> Nothing's really happened. <laughs> um, you've got it, 
you say, trying to convince yourself. But what if she's not? You pull open the door to the waiting room and gasp like this. (gasps) There's a snarling, growling German shepherd standing there blocking the only exit. And he has something you recognize in his mouth. Find out what's in that mouth on a page 115. Is it my mom? That's my mom's shoe, you cry, pointing at the blue and green thing in the German shepherd's mouth. Work. The dog growls again when you point. His teeth, they, it has to be a boy dog. His teeth are dripping with drool. Then the look in his eyes is killer. Pure killer. Huh? Sam says. How do you know? Because I know you managed to choke out. I recognize it. No one has shoes like my mom's. <laughs> Sam gulps loudly at your side. It sounds like this. For some reason, he can't take his eyes off this dog. And the dog won't take his eyes off Sam. The two of them are having a stare down. Where did he come from? Sam asks nervously. Probably from Dr. Eek's canine lab, you reply. And then it hits you. Your mom could be there too. Maybe Dr. Eek has gone crazy. Maybe he's trapped her in the canine lab. Maybe he's going to do something horrible to her to the, in, the, to, in that awful operating room. Anyway, she must have been in the canine lab recently. How else would you explain the fact that the dog has her blue and green shoe? Come on, you order, pulling Sam by the arm. We've got to go back to the canine lab now. Be brave and return to the canine lab on page 29. You and Sam run down the hall to the canine lab. Luckily, Dr. Eek is nowhere to be seen. Then you spot something that makes your heart leap into your throat. Your mom's other shoe. It's lying on the floor wedged in the opening of another door across from the operating room. In small black letters, a sign on the door reads canine maze. You pick up the shoe and push the door open. Instantly, the sound of snarling, growling, barking dogs fills your ears. Weird, Sam says, staring into the canine maze hallway. Straight ahead, you see a twisting, turning corridor, much narrower than a regular hall. Then you see her, your mom. She's trapped at the end of that narrow hall, surrounded by five angry German shepherds. They've got her pinned against the wall and they're moving in for the kill. Quick, do something before they turn her into chomped meat. Sprint to page 59. I'm not really having to make any choices here. Nope. Off. You yell at the dogs. You learn that by watching a show on TV about how to train dogs. That's right. You say the word off. Your mom starts laughing like this. (laughs) Oh, dear, she says, chuckling harder every minute. What on earth are you doing? I'm trying to save your life. You shriek. I thought those dogs were. Your mom is laughing so hard now that she's crying. But she manages to pull a small silver whistle out of her pocket. She blows it. Instantly, the dogs stop barking and run away. Those dogs, your mom explains, wiping her eyes, are part of my research at the lab. Did you really think they'd hurt me? Tell me that they're going to hurt me without telling me they're going to hurt me. Your head is spinning. So much has happened. But what about your shoes? 
What about Dr. Eek, you cry? Oh, I let the dogs play with my shoes, your mom says. They like it. And as for Dr. Eek, I'm sure he tried to scare you. He's just a little crazy. Ignore him. Ignore him? Is she kidding? He's a lunatic. But your mom sounds so sincere. You're about to go along with her. And then you see it. The beauty mark. What's going on? Find out on page 124. Okay. You're not my mom, you scream, pointing at the woman in front of you. (laughs) You're a clone. Or, or, something. The woman in front of you looks exactly like your mom, except for one thing. She has a beauty mark on her right cheek. Your mom's beauty mark is on her left cheek. She gives you a proud smile. You're right, kiddo, she says warmly. You guessed it. I'm not your mommy. What is she talking about, Sam asks. Never mind, you answer. It's a trick. Let's get out of here. Run. Run as fast as you can to page 117. Okay. You turn and run back to the door where you came in, but it's locked. You pound on it. Ah, nuts. Finally, finally it opens, and your mom is standing there. You know it's really her this time. The beauty mark is in the right place. Good work, she says, giving you a huge smile and a hug. You figured it out. That wasn't me. That was a hologram of me that I invented. How do you like it? How do you like it? Once your heart stops beating like a marching band, you'll like it fine. Your mom even lets you and Sam play with her hologram machines. You make hologram copies of yourselves and have them all over the lab. Which is why, if you open this book to another page, you'll see yourself in Dr. Eek's lab again, in lots of trouble. Did you really think this could be... the end? Wait, what? It's saying like if you flip to another page, it's like a hologram or something? You make hologram copies of yourselves and leave them all over the lab, which is why if you open this book to another page, you'll see yourself in Dr. Eek's lab again in lots of trouble. That's, That's a pretty creative way to end this, I guess. Oh, these give yourself goosebumps are just really like they they really take you all over, don't they? I mean, not really. I mean, this one just took us running through a lab for for 32 minutes. <laughs> I mean, what a total blast. Yeah, I mean, it was how scary was the raster experiment part when the 12-year-old kid walked in? Oh my gosh, or what about that time when the dogs we're going to attack your mom. Listen, I just want some cinnamon potato chips. I hope I don't get the moldy hay-flavored cereal. Ew, that makes me feel sick. For 50 bucks, it makes me feel real good. Wow, I can't believe we made it out alive. Yeah, those were some seriously deadly experiments. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, if you want to follow me or my hologram on Instagram or Twitter, um, please do. His social media is Daniel X Montgomery. That's right. And my Twitter is just Daniel Montgomery. Yes. And if you want to follow my hologram, his Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. And his Twitter is iRobotUJane. 
And if you've made it this far, um, if you've made it through all the deadly experiments with us, I think that means you're a fan of this and fan Yay. of us. You guys, I'm making a, I'm making a movie. You are. It's called the Jessica Cabin. It's a go, it's a ghost story. It's so much fun. It's so good. If you ever have ever wanted to support us and support this podcast, you can literally support me by contributing any tiny little amount to the go my GoFundMe page to help cover our extra expenses for the film. Yes, God, do it. Do you promise? You can find that link. On my Instagram at Daniel X, I mean my brother's hologram, Daniel X Montgomery, or on that, or my Twitter as well. Click on the link in the bio. Give a little, give a lot. It should be so sweet. Um, and we'll see you. Where are we headed next? Oh, I don't know. We're headed to the next. Give yourself goosebumps. Is Night in Werewolf Woods. Ooh, that sounds really good. I'm really excited about Ow. that. So you, you all, we'll see you in the woods. If you dare. For one zillion dollars, the question is, who let the dogs out? 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 Was nice, the party was pumping. And everybody having a ball. Until the fellas started in calling. And the girls respond to the call. I have a pull my shot on. Any caliber do I think I knew that's why they call me Pitbull Cause I'm the man of 